You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning. It is Wednesday, August 5th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Sometimes you map out what your episode's going to be uh, the day in advance, and you think you're set, and then you got a big headline that comes across the wire, and it's similar to what happened yesterday when Rashad Bateman of Minnesota opted out and stole the show. I thought Wednesday's episode was going to be about something totally different, and then in comes this from the Coloradoan, uh, Miles Blumhart on the byline, and, and the Coloradoans based in Fort Collins covering Colorado State. The headline, Colorado State athletes and staff say athletic administration covering up COVID-19 health threat. Yeah, that's a big one. And college football Twitter, national news was buzzing about this on Tuesday afternoon. And I'll, I'll read you know the first paragraph or two for the story. Colorado State players say that their coaches have told them not to report COVID-19 symptoms. They've threatened players with reduced playing time if they quarantine, and they claim that Colorado State is altering contact tracing reports to keep their players practicing. This could be it for first-year coach Steve Adazio, or it's just a a bump in the road and, and something that could be happening in a lot of places, and it's just getting exposed by the excellent reporting at the Colorado. And the least surprising thing about all of it is that immediately upon publication of the story, there was blowback on Twitter. Several Colorado State players were quote tweeting Kevin Lytle, who who works for the Colorado and worked on this story and tweeted the story. They quote tweet, quote tweeted him saying, "This isn't true." out your sources. So I saw that Kyle Neves, the associate athletic director for communications for Colorado state. He went at this story. He said in a 30 minute interview with athletic director, Joe Parker of Colorado state, miles Blumhart, who's the author of this story, the reporter of this story asked about the context of this salacious headline. Once he also excluded that our team at the insistence of coach Adazio hasn't been allowed back to the facilities for safety. But that doesn't fit the narrative. And by my count, and this is still Kyle Neves, the CSU media arm, Kyle says, by my count, we're at six players publicly refuting this report on their own social. Colorado State's website, uh, the the in-house media website, even published their their own story, sort of countering this, uh, new on Ramwire. Colorado State student-athletes grow in confidence with pandemic plan, but they do request more transparency. So to sum all of that up, the Coloradoan publishes a damning story related to Steve Adazio and his program and how they're treating the COVID-19 pandemic and how players are reaching out to the local newspaper to express their concern and saying, I th- there's a quote in there, that one player is worried there's a cover-up going on. That blows up, Twitter goes wild, and then there's some some pushback to it. And it wouldn't be 2020 without pushback to a hard media story. And this is this this has the potential to be not only the story of the day and the story of Wednesday, but the story of the week and 
we'll see if it's a precursor of what's to come in the college football landscape. But I was happy today to have Kevin Lytle, uh, the aforementioned sports reporter for the Colorado and join me on the college football daily. As mentioned, he worked on this story. He's the one he, he tweeted it out and sort of, sort of set Twitter alight. And he's the one who's been quote tweet refuted by several Colorado state players too. And he takes it all in stride. So he's going to tell us about the reporting process for this story, what he learned, what he thinks might happen next and what it's like to cover Colorado State and, and new coach Steve Adazio in a time of a pandemic where you don't really even get to know the coach, and yet you have to do tough reporting on him and his program. That's probably not going to make it any easier for the guys at the Coloradoan to do their job, but, but good work by them bringing this story to light. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll get to Kevin. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, bringing in Kevin Lytle right now. Kevin, thanks again for joining us. This story that you worked with, um, with Miles Bloomhart, I think the headline kind of speak for, speaks for itself. The Colorado State uh, athletes staff say athletic administration covering up COVID-19 health threat. Um, one player is quoted anonymously saying, I believe there's a cover-up going on at CSU. So this, this sure could be the story of the week in college football. So could you just walk me and, and everyone listening through the process of reporting on this story uh, from, from your perspective and what you think the immediate impact has been? Yeah, definitely. So so Miles and I, and Miles is uh, the author of the, the piece, but we kind of worked together a little bit. We both had, in about the last week or so, a few folks reach out to us with some concerns um, about what was going on at Colorado State. And so um, kind of started pursuing those, obviously talking with a variety of different people and and more came forward and, and spoke with, with us. Uh, obviously, Miles talked to a lot of them. Um, and obviously, it's kind of the big question of obviously dealing with a pandemic is new for everyone. No one has a great playbook for it. But, um, you know, a significant number of people felt um, unsafe with with how some of it was happening as far as how things were being reported and, um, you know, if players were kind of being encouraged to, to not share their symptoms and, and such. So uh, it's obviously very significant if we're trying to have a college football season that, you know, the teams and players are, are comfortable and confident in, in how things are, you know, testing's going, safety protocols, all that um, enable to be able to play a college football season in the middle of a pandemic. To me, it feels like it, the most baffling, like just the headline is just, this is horrible, right? But it's also, it can't be that surprising because look at how divided our whole country is on this. And it, it would make sense that you're going to find a few football programs who, yeah, they, yeah, hey, if we if we don't test, we, we could be good. Or if you're asymptomatic, don't report it. We're, when you guys were, were reporting on this and when My- Miles was writing it up, did you did you think that 
this could be like th- this could be pretty bad for Colorado State. Yeah, I mean, I think we knew the significance of it um, because when you have people within the program sharing some of these things, obviously that means that there's pretty high level concern um, from their standpoint to come forward because you know generally people probably don't want to come forward and, and sort of maybe get in the middle of some chaos, which, you know, tends to happen with a story like this, but, but yeah, I think uh, we definitely knew it could be very significant and um, you know, it's part of a big conversation in college sports right now. Obviously we all saw, you know, the PAC 12s message, uh, you know, of unit almost uh, creating their own union of sorts um, because of some of the similar concern concerns voiced here. So obviously um, it's a big topic right now. Their players opting out of the season because of safety concerns. So um, it's it's definitely you know a big uncomfortable conversation in college sports at the moment. So what's the timeline here? Colorado State voluntarily shut down practices uh, recently, and they're back on. And I, I know they got tested on Monday, and we're expecting the results on Wednesday. And shutting down is or, or pausing is very common right now uh, across college football. You're seeing that. That happened frequently. I read in the story there's there's the thought that a, a holiday weekend party over, I believe, J- July 4th um, could be the root of, of what was a team outbreak. But like as you guys trace this back to the, the beginning and just walk through all those steps, is there any reason to believe uh, or maybe that you're hearing for you reporting that like Colorado State hasn't followed proper protocol the entire time, and, and they might be, you know, on their way to, to getting better at it, though. Yeah, I mean, obviously there were some some people in there that mentioned some of the workouts not feeling, you know, very secure with with how things were. Um, but I think it, it's definitely evolving process, and you know, Colorado State, I'm sure, as things go, are learning different and better ways to to do the processes, you know, try and make sure workouts are safe and everything. So I do think that as a continual, continually evolving thing and, and will continue to be that way. Uh, and I'm, I would have to guess um, after this story, there'll probably be a little bit more internal discussion about what, what they're doing and they'll look, you know, even deeper at, at those practices. So, yeah, I think as with everything in this pandemic, things kind of change really fast and, um, what's standard one day, the next day may, may change. So, um, I do think it's a constantly evolving process on how to make it work. So there's a new coach in town. Steve Adazio came from Boston college. Have you even gotten to, to, to really cover this, this new Adazio program yet with the pandemic? I would you know be interested to know what the, the media availability has been like, whether there's been zoom calls or, you know, teleconferences or anything like that. Yeah, so CSU got through about half of its uh, spring practice before things shut down. So we had a little bit of availability then, although I think it was only seven practices maybe. And then, yeah, we've had a couple, I'm trying to think exactly, but yeah, I'd say three or four Zoom interviews, maybe even more with uh, Coach Adazio since, you know, things kind of shut down, um, talking everything from, you know, when when everything was really shut down and, and he couldn't even be with the players to – uh, recruiting and, and all sorts of things. So we've had a few Zoom calls, but obviously it's completely different, especially a coach that you know we've met in person just a few different times. Um, doing a few Zoom calls with a group of reporters doesn't lead to a great chance to build uh, relationships at all or get to know each other at all. 
Yeah, nationally, the optics right now around Adazio, this, you know, it's not good. People are making swipes on Twitter that it's going to be a short stay for him in Fort Collins. I, I, I am seeing, though, and I'm sure you're absolutely aware of it, some players are coming forward and, and denying that this is that big of a deal. Um, someone said, uh, quote, tweeted you, Kevin, and, uh, and said, uh, name your sources. Obviously, that's not going to happen. And, and players go anonymous for this very reason because they're worried about retribution. Uh, what's the response right now? Uh, tell me a little bit more about that from a few Colorado State players and probably the administration that can't be very happy with you with you guys right now for for uncovering an absolutely damning story. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, I've I've seen the same things. You know, a number of players saying. Um, you know, everything's totally safe. We, you know, we feel comfortable. The coaches are fo- following protocols and that's, you know, that's understandable to be expected. Uh, you know, when you have, you know, 80 plus people, everyone's going to view things a little differently. Um, but obviously, um, we had people coming forward feeling uncomfortable, uncomfortable for, for reasons and just the nature of, you know, Twitter and, and social media. Um, if you agree, you're going to, uh, or agree that the university is doing things safely, you're going to say that publicly. If you feel unsafe, you're, you're not going to say that publicly for, for obvious reasons. Um, uh, you know, I've had private messages of um, people basically thanking us for, for saying what they couldn't say. Um, so I think it's the reaction is kind of normal, especially in the, the social media era that you're going to have uh, some differing opinions. And, and obviously I respect those. I'm, I'm happy a lot of players feel safe, but um, certainly we had a, a significant number of people come forward feeling differently and, and those voices matter as well. What do you think happens next in the next few days? That's a great question. I, I don't really know. Um, I think it would be unfair of me to, to speculate too far. I would, uh, like I said earlier, I would imagine there are, plenty of internal conversations happening at CSU, you know, I get reviewing things if you want to, to see that or say that, but um, I don't know exactly what's going to be next. And um, obviously we'll be following that, but it's hard to predict really. All right, Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. That's going to do it for today's episode of the college football daily. Thank you again to Kevin Lytle for joining us. Uh, check out his work at the Colorado, and I'm sure this story will keep developing by the day or by the hour. Something to look forward to today is the Big Ten is likely to release its schedule or, or a schedule announcement of sorts for the 2020 college football season, maybe a start date. You already know that the conference is going to conference-only action this year. They were the first of the Power Five conferences to make that move. So we'll see what their start date is. Apparently, the last few days have have forced the Big Ten to delay their announcement as they deal with Rutgers having a severe COVID-19 outbreak in Northwestern being forced to pause workouts. So anyway, that'll do it. Uh, Thanks again to Kevin. Thanks to our producer, Tony Levitt, for, for putting this all together. My name is Trey Scott. We will talk to you on Thursday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.